All right, welcome back to another exciting episode of Not in the Mood. I'm your host, Daryl Moody. We're going to tackle kind of a controversial subject this week. I'm going to talk to you about a bill that has been proposed here in the Florida legislature that would essentially outlaw gender reassignment for anyone under the age of 18 and would also ban transgender athletes from competing in women's sports. Now, that in and of itself is a fairly recent subject that has come under debate. And probably the most infamous story attached to this discussion is the story of Mac Beggs, who in 2018 won the Texas Girls Class A 110-pound division state championship for the second year in a row. But Mac Beggs is a transgender athlete, born a boy, and has undergone gender reassignment and is essentially a woman. So, obviously, when you're talking about, you know, a topic like this, you can't just shoot from the hip and give your take. I think you need to think about it. Uh, on its on its face, I don't think that someone like Mac Beggs, looking at this picture, he looks much more like a like a an 18 year old man than an 18 year old woman. But you know, we've got these kids as young as eight, ten years old now entering into gender reassignment, uh, albeit through hormones, and then eventually reassignment surgery and that sort of thing. But, you know, when you're talking about a 16-year-old boy who at the age of 16 years old and has been, you know, developing for 16 years and to then begin gender reassignment, you have to understand there are muscle groups inside of that 16-year-old's body that have been developing with the aid of male hormones. And... In most cases, a 16-year-old boy is stronger and can can compete at a higher level athletically than a 16-year-old girl. So when you're talking about barring transgender athletes from competing against other girls, a senior in high school that started gender reassignment at the age of 8 or 10 will have developed differently than an athlete that began transitioning at 16. And I would argue that the athlete that transitioned later in their development is probably going to be athletically superior to a transgender girl who began the process 8 to 10 years ago. Now... I don't want to oversimplify the argument and say that transgender athletes shouldn't be able to compete because, as I just pointed out, you know, those are two very different transgender athletes. So I think when you're arguing for or against allowing a transgender athlete to compete in girls' high school sports, I don't know at what age you draw the line, but I think there should be some sort of a threshold where, you know, a transgender girl competing against other girls should have been a transgender girl, I think, maybe before entering high school. Maybe that's where you draw the the distinction. They have to have completed the transition before high school. But I didn't didn't sponsor the bill, okay? But I did reach out to the sponsor of the bill. Uh, His name is State Representative Anthony Sabatini. If you've been listening to Not in the Mood, you'll recall that name back from our Never Maskers episode. Uh, 
Anthony Sabatini has made somewhat of a name for himself in the last year uh, by going after these different cities and municipalities and counties that uh, try to enact mask mandates. And this guy, like I said, he's he's trying to make a name for himself. And and you'll you'll notice through the course of my interview, this guy he comes across a little bit differently than most state lawmakers. Um, I don't know that I'd say he's my favorite state rep in Tallahassee. But he does answer the phone. He does call me back. And I've said before, my opinion of lawmakers is directly tied to how user-friendly they are for me. So while I may not like the way he presents his message, the guy called me back, which is more than I can say for Equality Florida. So in addition to reaching out to Anthony Sabatini, I also reached out to Equality Florida, uh, more specifically their director of transgender equality, Gina Duncan. Uh, I reached out to her early in the week, never heard back, uh, actually went back to Equality Florida, asked if I could talk to somebody else. Uh, I was given two names to email, and I emailed both of those folks and never heard back. So, unfortunately, we're going to have to move forward without the position of Equality Florida. So, let's get right into my interview with State Representative Sabatini because it's just fascinating. Uh, And let's just start off with asking him what's in the bill. Sure. It's a two-part bill. One part of the bill makes it that any person who's competing in public school sports has to compete in the sport of their biological gender. The other part of the bill makes it that uh, parents and doctors can't surgically change the gender of a child. And this creates penalties for, for doctors who perform such a procedure. Now, before we get Sabatini's answer, I would just want to jump in here and explain why I asked the question that way. In my business, when you're interviewing an elected official, a politician, sometimes you want to lead them into a certain comment that you want them to make. So I was aware of what the penalty is for a doctor who performs reassignment to a child. I wanted Sabatini to explain that in his previous version of the bill that failed the year before, the penalty was a felony. And one of the changes they made before reintroducing the bill this year was they made it a misdemeanor. Nonetheless, this is Sabatini's answer. Uh, Well, it makes it illegal to do so. Yeah, anytime you make something illegal, there's a penalty associated with it. So um, this is a law that would make it that, for example, a 10-year-old child would not be allowed to get a transgender surgery or receive puberty blockers, which would permanently disfigure his body. That would be unallowed in Florida. And similar legislation failed in committee last year. What did you change? Well, this is a bigger bill now. It encompasses the uh, controversy around uh, transgender participation in uh, girls' sports, um, men who go through transgender uh, transitioning and compete in girls' sports. That would be disallowed in the bill. And it went from, I think it was originally a felony, now it's a misdemeanor. It probably will maybe even change more. We'll see. We don't know what's going to happen. So. Do you think reducing the penalty from a felony to a misdemeanor makes it uh, maybe more palatable to your colleagues in the legislature and maybe therefore more enforceable? Uh, The bill is very palatable. It was palatable last year. It was filed late, and that's why it didn't move. It got a hearing. It didn't receive a vote because it was filed the last couple days of session or committee weeks before session began. So let's talk about the other main component of the bill, and that is allowing or disallowing transgender athletes to compete. Uh, Why is it important, in your opinion, for you as a legislator to introduce this? It's not fair for girls in public school who are playing sports to compete against men. And I don't disagree with that thought, but, uh, you know, there's 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 kind of a 
a mindset in our society nowadays that if a if a if a person goes through the reassignment surgery and is taking the the hormones or you know whatever other elements there are to the transition that they are whatever they want to you know they, 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 if they if they if they complete the transition process they are essentially a woman you know I, I, I'm just trying to you know. I mean, honestly, I can't wrap my head around it myself, but, you know, I, I've got to try and approach this. Well, I'll just repeat. I don't know. Maybe you missed. I'll just repeat it again. Uh, girls in public school who are playing sports should play against girls. It's only fair. That's that's the whole reason the bill was filed. Have you uh, spoken to any of your counterparts uh, about this legislation, and, and, and do you feel like it's got a better chance this year being introduced before the session begins? Yeah, I think the conservatives uh, agree with that there are some really squishy, rhino, moderate Republicans who are afraid of controversy that might not like the bill. But we're a very Republican state, a lot of conservatives elected, so uh, they support the bill. We'll see what the leadership of the House wants to do. They're not very conservative, but we'll see. So where are we in the process? Obviously, it's, it's in committee right now. Uh, no, it just got a reference to committee, so we'll see if it gets put on the agenda. They have time to make up their minds with where they want to put it. They can put it in this committee, that committee. They, the leadership of the uh, legislature decides what the bill, what happens with the bill. And 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 I know Dennis Baxley co-sponsored last year's bill. Do you have a co-sponsor this year, or, or are you going this alone? Yep, he's doing it. All right. Anything else you want folks to know about the bill? Uh, common sense bill. Sixteen-year-old uh, girls who are playing sports should be able to. Uh, play against their own gender that's just fair anyone who's against this uh, obviously has some sort of a strange ideology that would destroy girls sports and that's just silly and and, and inane so we got to keep politics out of sports it's not it'll just destroy sports which it almost already has so so i feel like that got awkward a couple of times where it really didn't need to but that's just kind of how anthony sabatini is and unfortunately i really wanted to offer a different opinion than just his unfortunately nobody from equality florida got back to me in time to get on the show so uh if i ever do hear back from them maybe we'll revisit this subject uh unless this thing dies in committee and goes absolutely nowhere in which case i don't see why we would need to talk about it uh if you've got any thoughts on the on on this or any other episode of not in the mood please feel free to uh contact me with your thoughts uh, questions concerns criticisms anything you got to say uh, you can email that stuff to me, daryl.moody at cmg.com. I think we are going to tackle student loan debt next week. I've been uh, working for a couple of weeks now to get some experts together to talk about student debt, how much is out there. Uh, there are talks in Washington, D.C. about the federal government basically wiping uh, billions of dollars in student debt clean. I want to understand a little better what exactly that means, so look out for that episode next week. And don't forget to tell your friends about Not in the Mood. Share with all of your uh, different followers on social media. And if you are not subscribed to the show, uh, I tell you this every week. Make sure to subscribe because you never know when I'm going to post an episode. Uh, you know, sometimes I do it on Tuesdays, sometimes I do it in the middle of the week. This is Friday. Uh, but you definitely want to make sure you're subscribed so you get that content as soon as it comes out. So uh, hopefully we'll talk about student debt next week, and I will join you then. <laughs>